millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy. afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Red Pill News Live. That's right, Rich. <clears throat> Bosom Buddies was a program. It was a sitcom in the 80s with Tom Hanks and somebody else. It was two guys pretending to be women so that they could get affordable housing in New York. <laughs> And you know what they say, rats of a feather flock together. So I just thought that I would combine the two stories of Lynn Wood and Hunter Biden because they're both expected to make court appearances very soon in two very different cases. And uh, Joe Flynn had some choice words about Lynn Wood's case. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to touch on uh, Stephen Sun's comments from his testimony yesterday. Got an update for you on that missing jet, the F-35, what was it, like $111 million jet. They finally was able to find a witness on the ground, allegedly, who uh, actually heard or saw something, something like that. Anyways, guys, uh, I sincerely appreciate you hanging out with us today. If you wouldn't mind, uh, please consider hitting that like button or that red pill if you're on pilled.net. Also... If you wouldn't mind sharing the show, that would be awesome. Thank you to CyberX Speed for getting the gold pill started. And I need you to sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn because we're going to be right back after this. Do you want to take control of your financial future, but you don't know where to start? Well, the team at Noble Gold Investments understands. Because investing in precious metals can sound confusing, but the team at Noble Gold makes it super easy. Let's hear from some actual Noble Gold Investment customers. The staff answered all my questions and helped me every step of the way. No pressure sales tactics, just honest guidance. 
Securing my future is less stressful thanks to Noble Gold's expertise. So don't settle for financial uncertainty. They'll suggest options to see if you can diversify into gold and silver. And right now, Noble Gold Investments is offering a free 5-ounce silver America the Beautiful bullion coin for every qualified account. Don't settle for financial uncertainty. Noble Gold Investments has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and countless five-star reviews. So why wait? Simply go to Noble Gold Investments at my special website, redpill78gold.com, right now. Once again, that's Noble Gold Investments at redpill78gold.com. The link is in the description box below. Noble Gold is the only gold company I trust, and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for being here. Um, I wanted to open the show by discussing an email I got yesterday. And I want to sincerely apologize to anybody out there who feels that I've let them down uh, over the years by, I guess, becoming looser with my language. Um, I do my best uh, to keep the words that I use appropriate for your standard primetime television. So if I say something, it's something you're probably likely to hear on regular television anyways. I I don't go into anything too profane. Sometimes we talk about things on the program that are certainly adult-themed, but that's just the nature of the beast when we're covering the news. So somebody wrote me yesterday. They said, you know, I've been watching you since the beginning, but, you know, you, you swear too much now, so we can't watch the show with our children. And I have to be honest with you, I haven't considered the idea that kids might be watching the show. Uh, like Nobody's reached out to me and said, hey, you know, our kids are watching the show. It just seems like every single person that I ever talked to about this program, I mean, they're, you know, at least my age, uh, perhaps even older. So I just wanted to say that if you feel that uh, the language on the program is no longer appropriate, I apologize. You know, I, I, I feel more passionate uh, about the subjects we're talking about because we have kind of moved into this second phase of this awakening. Uh, and, uh, you know, to be frank, uh, my my emotions about these things are just a little bit more inflamed. And so I want to make a commitment to you. I will do my best uh, to not use profanity unless it's absolutely necessary, unless I'm doing like a direct quote of somebody. Uh, And even when I'm angry about somebody who's done something directly to harm the American people, I'll I'll be careful. You know, I have to be honest. Also, I I guess I I felt I felt I felt, um, you know, looser about it because like President Trump has also kind of uh, begun to uh, to use a bit spicier language in uh, in his speeches and stuff. So, yeah, I just kind of. I was kind of taking his lead, but, you know, I I want everybody to to be able to continue to watch the show. And if there's going to be something that kids should cover their ears for, I will do my best to make sure to give you that warning before I blurt out something that you don't want them to hear. Thank God we're not talking about the dogs in Berlin. If you tuned in to 412 Anon and uh, myself uh, just in the past hour, uh, then you already know about that that, uh, story. We're not going to be talking about that. Counterinsurgent, I wanted to let you know that uh, IP... In that, like, one minute between the ending of, of uh, Taking It Back and the beginning of Red Pill News, as soon as that show is over, I jump up, I run to the bathroom, I run right back, I hit stream, and then we're off to the races. So, um, well, you know, J-Hub, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm going to be stifled, but I'm just 
I'm going to be cognizant of the words that I use. Um, but don't, don't worry. I'm still going to uh, be delivering the same quality content. Uh, I just want everybody to feel comfortable being able to listen to it. Well, uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. So anyways, uh, I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Appreciate your patronage. Appreciate you hanging out with us tonight. Uh, if there are any children here, you know, thank you for listening with your parents. I appreciate you being here. Let's go ahead and get into the news. Now, yesterday we did speak about the testimony of police chief, former police chief, Steven Sund, uh, because he was the one who basically took the blame for what happened on January 6th. Uh, we had a letter that was released just yesterday, or two days ago, rather, by the House Judiciary Committee uh, detailing the uh, testimony of assistant director in charge of the Washington field office. Uh, these were the uh, the this was the, the office that acknowledged that there was numerous FBI confidential human sources in the crowd there on January 6th. I mean, so many that they don't know how many were there. Now, there were so many that were involved uh, that um, the uh, the agent in charge recommended that the FBI do a poll uh, or they put out something asking agents in charge of just how many confidential human sources were actually there. That way they could perhaps uh, ascertain a real number and let Congress know how many were in, t- in attendance. Now, I had said this earlier on 412. I, I believe that uh, the reason we don't have a clear number on just how many sources were there in the crowd or how many agents were there in the crowd is by design. They don't want to come to the American people and say out of, you know, four million people that were there, you know, close to 100,000 were FBI sources or agents, you know, I mean, however many it might be. They kept these groups in a largely compartmentalized fashion. Uh, so I'm sure you remember the uh, video footage that Jeremy Brown released of the FBI agents coming to his home and saying, hey, you're a, a veteran and a hero. We want you to go to D.C. on January 6th, and we want you to inform on other patriots. And he said, no, F you, get out of here. Uh, and uh, and I think that that happened all over the country. Uh, you had small groups of FBI agents going out and recruiting people. They probably had people already on their payroll. And then they went out and spoke with uh, other Americans, people who perhaps you know needed money or maybe needed uh, protection from – some criminal actions they had taken, something like that. But then they gathered those people together in those small groups and they sent them all to Washington, D.C. And they never said, you know, hey, there's going to be, you know, 50,000 of you there. Keep your eyes peeled. They all had like rainbow bracelets. They all had the earpieces. Okay, so there were things, tells that they could look for to determine who was someone in the crowd they could trust. They didn't need to know exactly how many people were there in the crowd. All they needed to know is how to identify them. Now, before this letter was released, Chief Sund had sat in for the hearing with the House uh, Administration Subcommittee on Oversight, and during the questioning by Representative Greg Murphy of North Carolina, Stephen Sund was asked a couple of questions about law enforcement being embedded in the crowd and whether or not there is some type of process for a federal agency to be on Capitol grounds in plain clothes. Obviously, if there is a process, then that would allow us a paper trail to go back through and determine perhaps how many federal agents or assets were present 
on the ground there on January 6th. He said, do you know if the FBI or DHS had any plainclothes employees in the crowd on January 6th? I mean, we know the answer to that question. The answer is yes. The only thing we don't know is how many of them there were. So Stevenson's response was, only what I'm learning from the GAO report that came out in Audible, inaudible, something probably the date that he's referring to. Let's go ahead and take a listen uh, to the actual answer. Uh, this is uh, oh, this is our friend CanCon uh, posting uh, the actual clip of the hearing. Let's listen. Let me go through a little bit. There's a lot of conjecture as to the presence of law enforcement on uh, January 6th. Questions about law enforcement being embedded, plainclothes officers. Uh, in my questions to the current Capitol Police manager, Manger, uh, he was unable to speak about how many planes closed individuals are there. Chief Sun, while you were chief of police, was there a process in place if a federal agency were there and plays plane closed or undercover agents? For coming up on the hill, sir? Just to- yeah, on Capitol grounds. Uh, yes, sir. Okay. Thinking back, do you know if there were any uh, federal officers authorized by the Capitol Police to be operating on the Capitol grounds? Other than uh, Capitol Police, not that I'm aware of, no. Okay. Now, real real quick, we did have Secret Service up there with Vice President Pence, and they are also not in uniform. Absolutely. Do you know if the FBI or Department of Homeland Security had any plainclothes employees in the crowd on January 6th? Only only what I'm learning, you know, from GAO report that came out just in Are you aware of any individuals um, in the federal government that were wearing uh, bracelets? To, so they could be identified? Not that, I'm, not that I'm personally aware of now. Okay. Prior to January 6th, do you ever recall an instance in which plainclothes or undercover agents came onto the Capitol grounds without the chief of police approval? No, sir, not that I, not that I recall. <clears throat> yeah. So obviously the situation, the circumstances surrounding the events on January 6th were totally non-standard. They kept sunned in the dark. Because they knew that at the end of the day, they were going to have to throw out a sacrificial lamb. There was somebody who was going to have to be sacrificed. And why not this guy? Probably because they also knew he was a patriot. They knew that if he was asked to fall on his sword, he was going to go ahead and do it. Uh, so the truth of the matter is somebody, somebody has that number. Somebody knows exactly how many people were present there. And it should have been the Capitol Chief of Police. He should have known if there were federal agents that were present, either in plain clothes or in some other fashion. He should have been alerted to the fact that they were showing up wearing rainbow bracelets with earpieces and perhaps a a Trump flag on their back as well. Now, during his interview with Tucker Carlson, uh, Sun claimed that the FBI, if they had reached out to anybody, it actually would have been to his deputy chief, Yogananda Pittman, who was in charge of intelligence. That name, Yogananda Pittman, should be very familiar to you because Ivan Raiklin has called out Yogananda Pittman on a number of occasions. Now, Pittman received a sweetheart deal to remain on the force as the U.S. Capitol Police deputy chief on unpaid leave in order to reach her time required for a pension. She has not yet been subpoenaed, and she's now the chief of UC Berkeley's police department. So she went from the communist liberal haven of Washington, D.C., to the communist lefty haven of UC Berkeley. Seems like she got herself a promotion. She also got her pension from the Capitol Police. I don't know. Did they give uh, Stephen Sund his uh, his pension? 
Was he vested or did they simply ask him to take the blame for it and lay on his sword? I don't know. And uh, until we get some sort of accounting from all of those various FBI agents, which frankly are operating under the auspices of the deep state uniparty apparatus, we're not going to know how many confidential human sources, how many FBI agents, how many plainclothes officers were in that crowd. I can tell you this. It was a significant number. I said earlier with the, uh, the the situation surrounding Ray Epps, many of the people who were on that lawn on the Capitol grounds, they were only there because people like Ray Epps and these confidential sources and these agents and assets of the federal government, they arrived at the scene first. They're the ones who took down the barricades. They're the ones who removed the snow fencing. They're the ones who removed any signage indicating that this was a restricted area. So after that happened, you have this massive crowd of people who came in right behind them and they show up and all they see is that there's a bunch of people milling around and there's more people coming in behind them. It's a natural movement for people to go forward. They moved forward without even having the recognition that they were in a restricted area, thereby being entrapped by the actions of the federal government. So similar to what the FBI has done with their terror investigations throughout the years. So similar to what the FBI did with the fake Whitmer kidnapping plot. This is the only way the government is able to successfully prosecute people in America today. They choose a target and then they work out exactly what they need to do to entrap them so that they can get them into a compromised position, get them before a leftist jury that's been stacked against them. And then next thing you know, they're in prison for the next two decades. We are actually going to talk a little bit more about the situation in Michigan with the recent acquittal of those men. Thank God. Thank God those people on that jury were willing to successfully evaluate the evidence. But before we do, I, I want to give us a little update on the situation surrounding that F-35 jet, this $100 million plus piece of military hardware. One of the most sophisticated assets in our military inventory. I am not the only one, and I would hazard a guess and say you are not the only ones out there who believe that the narrative that they're trying to spin around this missing jet simply doesn't make any sense. Because when this F-35 went missing with no transponder, flying in zombie mode on Sunday, valued at $100 million, it just defied logic. I mean, how often do you think the U.S. Marine Corps is going to be able to just lose a jet in this manner? It simply does not make any sense. And then after it was lost, for them to ground the entire fleet of F-35s, that again tells me that there is some systemic issue at play here. There is something they're looking for to try to identify the cause of whatever it is that happened. Now, whatever it is, they're still not telling us. The only thing we know is that the the plane went missing. It flew off in zombie mode. The pilot was uninjured. It supposedly went down in this uh, residential area in a field in Williamsburg County, South Carolina, and there is a supposed debris field. 
a debris field that looks suspiciously similar to that debris field in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, or the debris field on the front lawn of the Pentagon. We're talking about 80 miles away from Joint Base Charleston in South Carolina, a hop, skip, and a jump away from the base. Are you telling me that the federal government, the Marines, the Air Force, they're not adequately surveying the land around them? I mean, maybe that's true. Maybe this is uh, an exercise here in the all of the things that are wrong with the federal government. I mean, the idea that an F-35 jet could just disappear into a group of trees and then crash, and, and then the government needs to ask for your help to find it. I mean, I, I guess maybe it's worth reminding you, this is the same government uh, that is uh, is worried about making sure that, you know, men are able to use women's bathrooms or that their proper pronouns are being used when they're being addressed by leadership. But it uh, looks like back in 2019, uh, there was a series of concerns that were raised by the Pentagon on the possibility that the F-35s could be hacked. Look at that. Four years ago, the Pentagon is saying, well, maybe these planes could be hacked. But, of course, nothing ever came of it. And now here we are in 2023, and I believe this F-35 was, in fact, hacked. I think it's more likely that it made its way down to Cuba than it crashed into this field in the middle of of a residential area in South Carolina. Take a look. Where's the plane? I mean, this is just another instance of disappearing metal. It crashes into a field. That's that's you know that's a a hell of a powerful dirt pile right there. Show me one thing that appears to be from a jet, an F thirty five jet. I see lots of bits and pieces, but I don't see plane. I don't see a tail. I don't see a jet engine. I don't see a fuselage. I see nothing to indicate that this jet went down in that field other than a bunch of debris, which cannot verifiably be identified as that of a jet. Now, we also still do not know the identity of the pilot that was flying this F-35, but We have had a little bit of information come out. His story about how he ejected from the $100 million U.S. Marine jet only moments before it crashed. Apparently, he was flying at about 1,000 feet when he was able to, uh, to jump out. So that makes it even weirder because if it was that close to the ground, he jumps out. It would seem like the jet would have been relatively close. I mean, certainly within a given proximity of where he had actually ejected. Now, we do have a couple in South Carolina. They claim they saw this F-35 flying over their home just moments before the crash. And that, according to them, the jet was actually inverted. Uh, This man's by the name of Adrian Trulick. He says, our kids always give a little salute. And so we said, look at the plane. Oh my gosh, it's so low. And it was kind of like probably a hundred feet above the treetops and almost going inverted. Now, the New York Times is reporting that the pilot claimed to have lost the plane in the weather. Likely he had to bail out before he could activate its tracking system. Tell me again, why would the tracking system not just be activated all the time? I mean, isn't that something they want to know about? 
uh, they said that he's unsure of where the plane crashed. He said he lost it in the weather. Uh, and the unidentified pilot landed in North Charleston in a residential neighborhood and was taken to a local hospital for treatment. Let's go ahead and take a look at this clip of an F-35. So what comes to mind immediately with that is that those things are loud. And if it was only flying 100 feet above the houses, there would have been a lot more people that would have actually seen it. Um, <laughs> and the, the fact is that nobody believes this story. Nobody believes uh, what we're being told about it. We do, however, have what is uh, apparently an actual witness to the crashing of that plane. Uh, this man right here. Let's go ahead and take a listen to his first-hand witness account. Uh, in the bathroom taking a shave, and I heard a, a screeching. Let me sing you a song of one Mr. F. Such a blessed fellow was he. He marched to the front of the Capitol steps, and yet somehow he's still free. At first, the FBI said, here's a sketchy guy. They put his picture on their list. But then we found him out and made him take it down. Now they pretend he doesn't exist. He flew far from his home in Arizona. A patriot it's quite proud. Yet he skipped Trump's speech for the Capitol breach while preaching to the crowd. Let's go. Let's go, let's go to the Capitol. When we arrive, we'll go inside our tale will forever be told. If you remember, November was filled with lies. No surprise that it made folks ill. Way down in D.C., they could make history and peacefully protest the steal. But those who ran the coup knew just what to do. So they planted a bunch of feds. And though they incited, they're still unindicted, just like old Lucky Ray Epps. You know, it's not just... Just Ray, who showed up that day to instigate their plot. There were many agents who coordinated, yet none of them have been caught. Like the scaffold man who took his command while Roseanne Bay beat to death. So Black Ski Mask could complete his task with Ray saying under his breath, Let's go, let's go, let's go to the Capitol. When we arrive, we'll go inside. Good luck, now you're on your own. You know the guy they blamed for tearing down the gates was arrested without bail. But it's awfully clear, Ray whispered in his ear, I hear they broke his face in jail. They clearly let them in so they could imprison them while Ray staying at his ranch. The lock ran was away for merely parading while the media gave Ray carte blanche. Though they tried to lie and said an officer died and it caused some suicide. That was a message sent to tie a few loose ends for the Fedsurrection sacrifice. Let's go, let's go, let's go to the Capitol. When we arrive, we'll go inside. Our tale will forever be. Our tale will forever be. Our tale will forever be told. Our tale will forever be told. All right, we're back. <clears throat> My computer completely locked up. And uh, now we're working. Uh, everyone, uh, I'm glad that you could hear the Ballad of Ray Epps. I meant to actually play that yesterday, never got to it. So wanted to make sure that we uh, actually took a listen to it today. Okay, so 
That uh, South Carolina guy who was uh, discussing what he saw. Let's go ahead and get back into, oh, God, and of course, nothing works. Let me get all of uh, my my various uh, things together here. South Carolina man, there we go. Uh, let me pull up the chats. We'll make sure that those are working. Mm, where is it? Rumble chat. Okay, there we go. And the pilled chat. Okay. And there we go. Okay. And we're back, guys. Everything should be working. All right. So this uh, retired South Carolina man, he called it a wild interview uh, when he heard the missing F-35 crash near his home. And he witnessed it the following day, apparently. So um, I, I'm, I'm not certain that this man is a reliable narrator, uh, but uh, apparently he lives close by. He's the only witness besides the people that I previously mentioned who said that they saw the jet going over their uh, their home. Um, but he said he heard a screeching somewhere between a screech and a whistle. He said, what in the world is this? And then he heard a boom and his whole house struck or shook rather. Uh, and then he said uh, <laughs> he wondered if a meteorite came from outer space or something like that. Well, apparently it was an airplane. So uh, he said that he thought someone might have robbed a bank. Uh, maybe that was what the explosion was from. Uh, but uh, mostly this was just a, a pretty good laugh uh, for this guy to be telling his story as he did. So uh, I just have to say one more time, I don't believe whatever the government is telling us about what happened. Uh, okay. Project Veritas, the once mighty organization under James O'Keefe, has now suspended all operations just a few months after ousting James O'Keefe. This is one of those stories that I was just waiting to be reported on because I think it was quite obvious to anybody who was watching that when they made their move to cut James O'Keefe off from the organization he founded, it was only a matter of time before Project Veritas folded under the weight of their own hubris. They suspended all operations this week and they have now laid off their remaining staff, journalists that were still employed there. Just a couple of months after telling James O'Keefe to go take a hike, uh, pretending like the organization of Project Veritas was anything without James O'Keefe. I said this at the time. James O'Keefe was the heart and soul of Project Veritas, and uh, he was forced out of the organization. Now, if you'll remember at the time, uh, they didn't fire him. But they removed him as the chairman and they stripped him of any power that he had. They put him into this limbo state uh, where he wasn't officially gone, but he didn't actually have a job anymore, uh, which forced James O'Keefe to actually resign. Uh, now, the whole thing came up after there was some type of uh, uh, an issue between James and the chief financial officer, Tom O'Hara. Uh, this was what set off a bit of a conflict, uh, a, a, a coup de grace, if you will, where 18 Veritas staffers who were aligned with O'Hare demanded that James resign. So once he was pushed out, 
James actually left the organization with everybody who was still loyal to him. And of course, he went on to form O'Keefe Media Group, OMG. Now, O'Keefe had apparently been complaining about his signature being attached to checks without his authorization and for being unable to see where the money was going. This is a very different story than what Project Veritas loyalists, the people who wanted O'Keefe out, this is very different from what they said in the days after James O'Keefe left the organization. They made it seem as if James O'Keefe was the one who was spending money in a a, a dishonorable and in an unrestrained manner. Now, there was, it appears, ongoing financial fraud at Project Veritas, and it apparently continued even after James O'Keefe was ousted. So they claimed he was officially removed by the board on April 24th and then formally fired on May 15th after he had submitted his letter uh, stating that he did not intend to maintain any type of ceremonial positions. So Project Veritas never recovered after ousting James O'Keefe. Their fundraising apparatus left with James. And the Project Veritas actually sued James in May. They claimed that he breached contract. They made other claims against him uh, after they removed him from the board. Uh, I think that uh, that lawsuit is going to go absolutely nowhere now that their organization just simply doesn't exist anymore. But there was a complaint filed in federal court in the Southern District of New York by attorney Mark Randaza. Uh, from that 70-page complaint, being known as the founder of an organization that does not entitle that person to run amok and put his own interests ahead of the organization. And the lawsuit claimed that James O'Keefe misused funds and mistreated employees. That's what the mutiny was allegedly about. Now, when I was investigating this in, in the uh, uh, the hours after it was announced that James O'Keefe was not going to be running Project Veritas, I, this was the story that I was told from people who were inside Project Veritas that there was claims that James was not getting along, that apparently his ego had gotten in the way. But it appears to me to have been a ruse from the very beginning to cover up the financial mismanagement that was taking place without James O'Keefe's knowledge. Uh, He had been shut out of the financial process other than the fact that he was bringing in massive amounts of money because he was the heart and soul of Project Veritas. Now, they claim that uh, by leaving Project Veritas and starting OMG, uh, that James was then in breach of his contract by soliciting or contacting the donors, employees, and contractors of Project Veritas. Also, he apparently disparaged Project Veritas. Well, if you are working for an organization that you founded and that organization shoves you out the door, I think you're going to be in the right to make a number of statements about them. Uh, also, they claimed that he was obtaining, using, or disclosing confidential information of Project Veritas, again, the organization he founded, and that he was keeping and failing to return property that belonged to Project Veritas. Now, They are still moving forward, uh, hoping for a jury trial with this. But the board members who had led that coup against James O'Keefe actually were forced to resign. They jumped ship this summer after leading the organization into virtual financial ruin. Those were Matthew Termond, John Garvey, and George Skakel. Uh, It's so funny that they thought they could run Project Veritas without James, that they didn't need James to continue on with the mission that he started. However, they found very quickly that that simply was not the case. Uh, Now, 
Once uh, James O'Keefe had been pushed out, the board was no longer able to fundraise. They bled what they had left dry from the accounts, and that forced them to go ahead and resign as well. Now, O'Keefe had alleged that the board had been brought out, bought out by Pfizer. And if you'll remember, James O'Keefe's ouster happened almost immediately after that bombshell report that James O'Keefe and his Project Veritas was able to produce exposing the mismanagement and impropriety taking place there. Now, the allegation is uh, one of the defamation claims that Project Veritas or the, uh, the the organization formerly known as Project Veritas has against him. And uh, Matthew Termond, uh, as reported by the Manhattan, is now known to be tied to healthcare companies doing business in China, including selling biomedical tracking devices. So maybe it's not a defamatory statement that Matthew Termond was bought out by Pfizer. Did Matthew Termond allegedly, and in my opinion, perhaps sabotage the Project Veritas organization from the inside? Well, if he did, I got to say, I think he did James a favor because now that Project Veritas is dead and O'Keefe Media Group is the only one left standing, uh, he's going to be free. James is going to be free to continue on with the mission that he founded with Project Veritas. So uh, also O'Keefe and Project Veritas are being investigated by the Westchester County D.A. in New York. This is for the ongoing case of the Ashley Biden diary in the Southern District of New York, uh, where the federal government is attempting to prosecute Project Veritas journalists, which would include James O'Keefe, for their receipt of Ashley Biden's abandoned diary, where she discusses her father taking inappropriate showers with her as a child. Um, and you may not have seen this, uh, but after James O'Keefe's ouster at Project Veritas, uh, the organization as it existed then produced a video uh, displaying uh, their story about the Ashley Biden diary. It, it was an interesting video. Uh, certainly, it shed some light on the subject, and it actually had Ashley Biden calling employees of Project Veritas and admitting that the diary was hers. Uh, and of course, as James O'Keefe had told us, they attempted to get that diary back to Ashley along with some other belongings that were hers. Uh, but she never showed up to receive them. And then Joe Biden's Justice Department sent the DOJ, uh, I guess, attack dogs out to go ahead and uh, and get the property from James O'Keefe and the others. All right. You guys I have to take a break for the second half of the show. So we'll be right back in just a moment and we'll see you in a second. You know, a lot of people don't understand that digestive issues are frequently caused by a toxin that's present in virtually all of the, quote, healthy foods scientists have been telling us to eat with their fraudulent food pyramid for the longest time. And according to Dr. Gundry, who is a world-renowned cardiologist and best-selling author, it's these toxins that cause the issues so many people face. Millions of people nationwide are living in agony every single day. And the warning signs include weight gain, fatigue, digestive discomfort, stiff and achy joints, and even skin problems. 
And you see, Dr. Gundry explains these side effects are often mistaken for the normal signs of aging because they usually develop over a matter of years. You see, this is progressive. In some cases, it even takes decades. And because we've been lied to, you probably have no idea that the damage to your digestive system is likely caused by these health foods, and it's far from normal. Now, the good news is you can fix this yourself from the comfort of your own home. It's really very simple. You just have to know which foods are actually healthy and which foods contain this hidden toxin. So you can find out for yourself by clicking the link in the description below. GutCleanseProtocol.com forward slash Zach. Once again, that's gutcleanseprotocol.com forward slash Z-A-K. Because after years of research, Dr. Gundry has decided to release an informative video to the public, totally free and uninterrupted, showcasing exactly which foods you need to avoid. So once again, click the link in the description below to visit gutcleanseprotocol.com forward slash Zach and find that free video. You're going to thank me for it because it's totally free. And when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. So recently, I've told you guys about a breakthrough new anti-aging remedy that I've been using that keeps me energized all day long. I just take a teaspoonful of C60 Evo olive oil in the morning, and I notice better mental focus, flexibility, and physical endurance. Now, it's rare to feel improvements this quickly. I also end up sleeping deeper at night, so it's really helpful. Their peptide and ESS60 hair and lotion renewal formulas are exceptional because they really work. And C60 Evo's lab has been manufacturing this Nobel Prize winning miracle molecule for 32 years in their Houston, Texas Patriot-owned lab. ESS60 is the upgraded version of the Carbon 60 molecule. It's specifically made for both people and pets. It's a potent and effective way for people's lives to be improved all around the world. So maximize your health and enjoy noticeable results with C60 Evo organic edible oils, skin serums, and pet products. You can buy with confidence from C60 Evo, and you can use my personal code for a discount at checkout. Simply go to c60evo.com forward slash redpill78, and then when you're there, use code redpill78 for an additional 10% off your entire order. Once again, that's c60evo.com forward slash redpill78, and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. A couple of pieces of inside intel. Spray and pray, I was the exact opposite I would take way too long. Lisa's always telling me you can't just sit on the toilet for an hour. And uh, I, too, have hemorrhoids at 42. And I wouldn't be so certain about my prostate. There's, uh, yeah, there are certain things that you simply cannot avoid as you grow older. All right. So I want to talk a little bit about the situation with Linwood. I had a little bit of fun with the thumbnail on the front. I don't know if Linwood is a rat, uh, and I certainly don't trust the people at uh, Rolling Stone. Linwood was announced to have been subpoenaed in the Georgia case against Donald Trump. The first thing I said when they charged President Trump and all of those other people is why didn't they charge Linwood? I mean, he was standing right there working side by side with Sidney Powell. It would make sense that Linwood would be on the list of people who had been charged in this RICO case. It, there were no crimes that were committed, but Linwood was probably one of the most public faces, certainly the most public face in the state of Georgia. So 
when they announced that Lynn Wood would be testifying and they allege in Rolling Stone that Lynn Wood would be cooperating against President Trump, uh, it kind of tracked with the direction that I thought this was going. Uh, I initially wondered, is Lynn Wood going to be used as a witness uh, to impugn President Trump and the people in his orbit? Now, I think there is an argument to be made that Lynn Wood may have always been a plant in the Trump circle uh, because he certainly did a lot of work to tell people not to vote in that runoff election. I thought that was a big mistake. Lynn Wood also went out there and made a bunch of unsubstantiated claims about people, things that could not be proven and things that he as a lawyer should have known would be libelous. Uh, and I think that Lynn Wood did a fair amount of damage to the Patriot movement by coming out against General Flynn and trying to claim baselessly that he was a Satanist. Uh, so I think that the situation with Lynn Wood is something that we have to take a breath on and we need to see exactly how this is going to play out. But if it does turn out that he's cooperating against Trump, it will not surprise me. Again, I don't trust the people at Rolling Stone. However, it appears that uh, Joseph Flynn, of course, the brother of uh, General Michael Flynn, definitely does not trust Lynn Wood. He called him a rat bastard after it was announced that he was on this witness list against Donald Trump. Now, in the uh, in the wake of that story that I just had on screen, Linwood actually came out on his telegram and said, uh, you know, well, Lord, it be. I don't know why they'd say I was a witness against Donald Trump. I would never turn on POTUS. Uh, and again, I don't trust him at all. Uh, I don't know him. And I think he's done a lot of things that are questionable. Uh, so given his past behavior, I think that it is prudent for us to keep a slanted gaze on Lynn Wood uh, and keep our eyes open for exactly what he does and, and what he says. I think that the proof will be in the pudding. And uh, when we learn what his testimony entails, how he's going to be used in this case against Donald Trump or if it's not against Donald Trump, then in the course of the prosecution of Donald Trump, then we're really going to get some more information. Um, but again, I revert back to the first statement I made. Why wasn't he included in the list of defendants against President Trump and all of those other 18 people? It would have been totally logical for him to have been among them. Now, uh, Linwood is also no longer a lawyer, <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken. I believe that they've taken that away from him, or at least they've sanctioned him in some fashion. But for a while, you know, I mean, he was, uh, he was beloved, uh, among conservative circles. I used to love Linwood. I thought he was, I thought he was great. You know, I mean, he was, he was based. He would say things that other people wouldn't say. But even when I liked Linwood, I was still asking the questions, how is he getting away with this? Like, how is he able to make these statements and not have the the deep state coming down on him? Freight Awakening says, Linwood is just as bad as the tools that turned on General Flynn. Birds of a feather, sell out. I, I have to agree with you there. Uh, I think that uh, Linwood's, when, when Linwood turned on, on General Flynn, uh, that was, in my mind, uh, the first confirmation that we had uh, that anything that he was doing was not aligned with the best interests of the patriot movement. Um, 
you know, th- we've talked so many times before about infiltrators in the movement. I mean, this is exactly what they would do. Uh, there are efforts underway right now to expose several traitors that are in our movement. And uh, I'm hoping that when those people are exposed as Fed informants, uh, I'll be able to tell you about it. Uh, but I can tell you this. Undoubtedly, there are people out there embedded within our movement who are being paid a pretty penny, tens of thousands of dollars by the deep state uniparty apparatus. And their only goal is to sow division, to sow confusion, uh, and to lead you down a path that will take you further away from the truth and further away from the best courses of Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Best performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. 
of action that will help Donald Trump. When I look at Lynn Wood and all of his efforts, I have to ask the question, you know, what did he really accomplish? The only thing that I can say with any certainty that he accomplished uh, was in sowing division, in sowing confusion. Now, uh, the situation with Linwood also kind of went south uh, when he was involved with uh, uh, Nick Sandman and the Covington kids. Um, the uh, the coverage of that led to Nick Sandman receiving a major, major settlement. And Salmon was totally vindicated. Um, but uh, Lynn Wood was engaged in that court case right there, and that was good for him. That was good for uh, for Salmon as well. Um, and, of course, the media was dishonestly reporting on that at the time. Uh, in the interim, after that time, Lynn Wood became very close to President Trump and, uh, and his efforts to secure the 2020 election. But after... That uh, disastrous example of uh, of just, you know, downright thievery. Uh, Lynn Wood and Sidney Powell went together to join forces to try to raise awareness. Uh, they did a press conference uh, together. They did a joint rally. Uh, and it, it was at that time that Lynn Wood called for Republicans to boycott or refuse to vote in the January 5th special runoff. Um I thought that was bad at the time. I, I I said to myself, why is he telling people not to vote? You know, I mean, it's not going to do anything except ensure a Democrat uh, is going to win at that time. Uh, Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue, they, they lost to two weak Democrats, Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff. Uh, so it, it's arguable that if people would have shown up to vote, it's it's possible that we might not be in the position that we are in the Senate. Um, but uh, it was at that point, really, that conservatives began to openly question Lynn Wood. Uh, and former Speaker of the House uh, and Georgia Republican Newt Gingrich blasted them at the time, saying Lynn Wood and Sidney Powell are totally destructive. Every Georgia conservatives who cares about America must vote in the runoff. They don't vote strategy is going to cripple America. And then in November 2021, Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, who was working with Linwood, uh, stated publicly that he was no longer working with Linwood. He actually blasted him. Um, Lynn temporarily represented him, and apparently Rittenhouse accused Lynn Wood of keeping him in jail for 87 days, saying that he disrespected his wishes and the wishes of his family by failing to get him out, or at very least uh, getting him into a safer situation. Uh, and then Rittenhouse told uh, Tucker Carlson, Lynn Wood was raising money on my behalf, and he held me in jail for 87 days, that uh, he w- had over $2 million raised for his legal defense fund, and uh, that Wood put me on media interviews, which I never should have done. He also said, oh, you're going to talk to the Washington Post, which was not a good idea. I have to agree there. I thought that Lynn's strategy with Kyle Rittenhouse at that time was certainly questionable at best. Uh, now, also, Marjorie Taylor Greene blasted Lynn Wood for his handling of uh, of Kyle Rittenhouse's case. Uh, and uh, Wood uh, responded by saying that Marjorie Taylor Greene was under the influence of the devil, and he threatened to sue her and Tucker Carlson for defamation. Uh, he also threatened to sue Kyle Rittenhouse for calling him an idiot. Uh, and then uh, the uh, U.S. representative from Georgia also attacked Lynn Wood, saying, I've told everyone what a horrible person Lynn Wood is, and if you watch the Tucker Carlson interview tonight with 
Kyle Rittenhouse, you would have heard a number of the reasons why I think so. She also called him evil and accused him of keeping money that he had raised for Kyle while Kyle sat in prison. And then in a follow-up tweet, she said that Mr. Wood should go to jail for what he did to Kyle. Uh, now, all of these are obviously the opinions of Marjorie Taylor Greene, and I think there's a little bit of uh, the pot calling the kettle black here. Uh, I, I don't think that Marjorie Taylor Greene has had a perfect performance since she's entered the House of Representatives as well. But it was in January of 2021 when the State Bar of Georgia ordered Linwood to undergo psychiatric examination in response to the words that he was uttering about certain people uh, and also um, what they claim were conspiracy theories about the presidential election. It's clear that Lynn Wood was on the train of the election was stolen. Georgia stole the election from President Trump. So. The media painted him as unstable. Lynn Wood continued to make these claims, and Lynn Wood was directly involved in the efforts uh, to investigate the election in Georgia. So why was it that he didn't get charged? Um, he also claimed that uh, Chief Justice John Roberts uh, was involved in some pretty nasty stuff, murder and pedophilia. Uh, I, I thought at that time, you know, that's going to get him sued uh, at the very least. Uh, he also led the charge of people hating Mike Pence. Um, he definitely said some things on January 6th uh, about Mike Pence. Um, actually, it was January 7th. He posted it on Parler. He said, get the firing squads ready. Pence goes first. Uh, and then when Linwood got burnt, banned from Twitter uh, and uh, Nicholas Sandman terminated his relationship with him. We also had a Delaware judge barring Linwood from representing former Trump advisor Carter Page. Uh, they wrote the conduct of Mr. Wood, albeit not in my jurisdiction, exhibited a toxic stew of mendacity prevarication and surprising incompetence. Uh, he called uh, Lynn Wood a textbook frivolous litigation in regards to the election lawsuit he filed in Georgia. I'm not so sure that I agree with that. Uh, and said that uh, the complaint that Wood filed in Michigan would not survive a law school civil procedure class. Uh, now, the state bar's general counsel also said that uh, Lynn be demanded to be evaluated by a psychiatrist uh, based on the concern that he may be impaired or incapacitated. Uh, so Lynn Wood uh, is one of the most despised lawyers by the left in America. They wanted to see him disbarred. They wanted to see him committed to an insane asylum. Uh, and they wanted him to turn on President Trump. Now he's being reported as being a witness for the state. This statement of him being a witness for the state is coming from Fulton County DA Fannie Willis. Uh, I don't know if this is the case because Lynn hasn't actually testified yet. But According to the filing from the Fulton County Courthouse, uh, which was released yesterday, uh, it seeks a resolution to potential conflicts of interest between attorneys for Trump and several of his co-defendants. Woods, again, Lynn Wood, is a witness for the prosecution. Uh, we've got L. Lynn Wood, Coreco Jaquan Parasin, Vicki Townsend Concilio, Gloria K. Godwin, James Kenneth Carroll, and Carolyn Hall Fisher all scheduled as witnesses for the state in this case. Sidney Catherine Powell and Kathleen Alston Latham are defendants in the present case. Uh, Harry W. McDonald, who is representing Jeff Clark in the Georgia case, 
also previously represented and was co-counsel for Lynn Wood in Wood versus Raffensperger. Uh, and of course, famously, you know, the, uh, the idea for the thumbnail, General Flynn's brother Joe tweeted out that uh, this new development means that L. Lynn Wood is a rat bastard, adding Lynn Wood turns witness for Georgia prosecutors in Trump RICO case. Now, Lynn has been silent, virtually silent. I mean, especially considering how how loud and proud he was for a very long time. I mean, ever since the Kyle Rittenhouse stuff shook out and the attacks on General Flynn started, he kind of retreated into the background. They're saying that uh, his law license is retired in Georgia uh, rather than saying that he had his uh, his law license taken from him. But there was a letter sent to the Georgia Bar in July 2023 where Lynn had asked to be allowed to transfer to retired status effective immediately. Uh, He wrote that the move is irrevocable and permanent and that he's not permitted to practice law in the state of Georgia or anywhere else outside of representing himself. The saga of Lynn Wood is uh, twisted. It takes a lot of turns. Uh, and I think there's a lot of questions that need to be asked. And I hope that uh, if anybody out there is like a major supporter of Lynn Wood, that you can understand um, my reticence to just accept what he says, uh, certainly because I am 100 percent fully in support of General Flynn. And if you take a look at the people recently who have flipped on General Flynn, uh, those people, in my opinion, are are you know they're they're running an op themselves. Okay, they're involved uh, at some capacity uh, as uh, uh, as a, a federal element looking to infect the patriot community. I simply do not believe that those people turned on General Flynn. Uh, with absolutely no reason behind it, uh, just because they're asking questions or whatever. You know, I'm asking questions about Lynn Wood. Those people are traitors, and they turned on General Flynn. General Flynn, who, you know, welcomed them with open arms. General Flynn is a good man, and you're never going to convince me otherwise. All right, so from one rap bastard to another, <laughs> sorry for the language, uh, we're going to jump from Linwood uh, to Hunter Biden. Now, it had recently come out that Hunter was not going to have to appear in person in uh, this arraignment on those federal gun charges. However, the judge said, you've got another think coming. They have rebuffed Hunter Biden's lawyers and they have argued, ordered rather, that Hunter appear in person at his arraignment. Uh, there was a magistrate who ordered just yesterday that Hunter appear in person on September 26th for the indictments he's received on these federal gun charges. He was charged and indicted in a Delaware federal court on three counts related to his possession of a firearm while using drugs. Two of those counts carry a maximum prison sentence of 10 years, while the third has a maximum of five years. Now, it's also been reported that Hunter plans to be pleading innocent. He is not going to plead guilty because they, of course, are not willing to give him blanket immunity for all crimes that he might have committed. A special counsel, David Weiss, had indicted Hunter Biden previously, um, but that deal fell apart. He had given him a special sweetheart deal. He was charged with one count of false statement in the purchase of a firearm, one count of false statement related to information required to be kept by federal firearms license dealer, and one count of possession of a firearm by a person who is an unlawful user or addicted to a controlled substance. 
I don't know what's going to happen when Hunter pleads uh, not guilty, but uh, he's going to have to go to trial. He's going to face a jury. And the problem with this is that he's already admitted to these crimes. Uh, so it's pretty much going to be an open and shut case. I mean, can you guys imagine if Hunter Biden is convicted on these charges and then he ends up in federal prison? I have to say, I think the chances of that are quite unlikely, especially considering the fact that his father is still resident of the White House. Uh, so keep your eyes on this. Uh, obviously, I think Hunter Biden should be treated just as anybody else would. Uh, and and in a situation like this, uh, given the fact that he doesn't really have a much of a criminal record, it's unlikely that he would get 10 years and then another five years on top of that. Uh, but what I'm most excited to see is if Hunter Biden gets charged for additional crimes that we can actually track back to his father. And uh, what's interesting is that we're also learning that the feds blocked a probe into criminal violations suspicious specifically involving Joe Biden's 2020 campaign and that lawyer who paid for Hunter Biden's very large tax debts. That's an odd thing to do. Uh, first of all, uh, when you don't pay your taxes, generally the IRS comes after you and takes everything you own. Uh, but most often the people who don't pay their taxes don't have a lawyer who's politically mobbed up, uh, come in, swoop in, and pay off all of your debts. Now, you guys remember President Trump was indicted for 34 felony counts for campaign finance violations for making what they called hush money payments to Stormy Daniels. That was in uh, the uh, Southern District of New York. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That was under Alvin Bragg, not under the SDNY. And looks like the exact same type of things. Oh, Louise Mensch. <laughs> Looks like the exact same type of charges could have been made against Joe Biden. The IRS and the FBI investigated what are being called criminal violations involving Joe Biden's 2020 presidential campaign and this politically connected lawyer who paid Hunter Biden's tax deal. However, according to congressional investigators, federal prosecutors inside U.S. Attorney David Weiss's office, office blocked agents from pursuing the campaign violation case. So I tend to believe that this politically connected lawyer who paid off Hunter Biden's tax debt might have made a contribution to Joe Biden's 2020 campaign. His name is Kevin Patrick Morris, and he paid off Hunter Biden's tax debts. Uh, it's been well reported by many different news outlets. CBS reported that a source familiar with the arrangement between Morris and Hunter Biden said that the attorney paid Hunter Biden's past due tax debts. Hunter Biden told business associates he had to take out a loan to pay back more than a million dollars in past due taxes. Now, according to Just the News, Gary Shapley, that IRS whistleblower that we've discussed here on the program on many occasions, detailed how Leslie Wolf, who was a top prosecutor at David Weiss's office, blocked the investigation into Joe Biden's criminal campaign violations in a case summary memo dated May 3rd of 2021. Shapley provided the information to Congress under whistleblower protections. This investigation, he said, has been hampered and slowed by claims of potential election meddling. I don't know what else you can call it. Through interviews and review of evidence obtained, it appears that there may be campaign finance criminal violations. So the question now becomes, why is it 
that in a case that's already been adjudicated where no crimes were committed, why is it that Alvin Bragg is allowed to bring campaign finance violations against President Trump? Meanwhile, Joe Biden, who is clearly mobbed up to the gills, just rolling in criminal violations, his investigation is stifled. Well, this sounds just like exactly the type of treatment they gave to Hillary Clinton. AUSA Wolf stated on the last prosecution team meeting that she did not want any of the agents to look into the allegation. This is coming from the memo by Gary Shapley, according to his interview with House Republicans. She cited a need to focus on the 2014 tax year, that we could not yet prove an allegation beyond a reasonable doubt, and that she does not want to include their public integrity unit because they would take authority away from her. We do not agree with her obstruction on this matter. Now, according to Shapley as well, in late 2019, early 2020, Kevin Patrick Morris, that lawyer, met Hunter Biden at a campaign finance event. And shortly after that, he paid off several tranches of Hunter Biden's tax debt between 2020 and 2021. Now, Shapley says Hunter Biden wrote on his tax returns that Morris gave him a loan to pay off his delinquent taxes. So the money given is not taxable. Of course, this is a loan he's likely never going to pay back. Now, Shapley said that Hunter wrote on his tax returns that this was alone because he doesn't want to pay back those taxes. Hunter was also hit with a massive state tax lien, $453,890 in July of 2020. And lo and behold, it was paid off in less than a week. This tax lien was paid off despite the fact that Hunter Biden told an Arkansas judge in his paternity case against his baby mama, London Roberts, that he was unemployed and broke. He attested to the fact that I am unemployed and have no monthly income since May of 2019. This is from a 2019 affidavit submitted to the court. I currently have significant debts in part as a result of obligations arising from my divorce, which was final in April of 2017. Now, Morris again paid more than $2 million in Hunter Biden's delinquent taxes, in addition to a five, excuse me, $50,000 donation to Joe Biden's campaign in 2020. Now, Just the News reports that the FBI and the IRS probed allegations that Joe's 2020 presidential campaign may have benefited from campaign finance criminal violations. How so? Well, by allowing a politically connected lawyer to pay off Hunter's large tax debts. These agents were then blocked by federal prosecutors from further action, according to the information given to us by Gary Shapley. I think it's only fair, considering the treatment that President Trump has received, that the same types of investigations are allowed to go forward, especially considering the fact that Joe Biden has had so many opportunities to break the law and to lie about it to the American people. Now, The American people are not blind to that fact, and a new poll shows that a majority of voters believe Joe Biden committed crimes with his son, Hunter. This is according to a Yahoo YouGov survey that was released just yesterday. Now, Republicans have long accused Joe and his family of running an organized crime ring, but a majority of voters, slim majority, 51 percent, believe that Joe committed a crime with Hunter Biden. Now, 36 percent said he didn't. 
54% of independent voters say Joe committed a crime, and only 24% say he didn't. We have a plurality of voters, 46 to 34%, who say Joe Biden made some money from the family business, and 24% are undecided. 74% of voters believe Hunter Biden committed a crime alone. Only 9% believe he did not commit a crime. So we believe this is a very organized crime ring, James Comer said, because of the way the money was dispersed through LLCs and the shell companies and the way the money was dispersed through the various Biden family members. This is why I think that actually going through the motions of an impeachment hearing uh, are so vitally important because we are working diligently every day to convince the vast majority of Americans that the Biden crime family have committed significant crimes that have enriched themselves and their family members. Even if Joe Biden isn't removed and I don't want him to be removed from office, I want Donald Trump to run against him. Mm, I just bit my tongue. We need to teach the entire country exactly what the Bidens were up to throughout the length of Joe Biden's lengthy tenure in Washington, D.C. Joe was involved in everything. He was involved every step of the way. He knew exactly what his son was doing. He knew exactly who was being paid what. And now that a majority, more than 50 percent of Americans, believe that Joe Biden and his family are corrupt, we need to work on the other 49 percent because that other 49 percent are going to be very, very useful when we get to November 2024. We have 56 percent of independent voters who believe that Joe committed crimes. Thirty nine percent believe that they are not corrupt. That's still too many. 39%. We need to whittle that down to single digits. Now, among those who say the Biden family is not corrupt, we've got 69% of them are Democrats. 24% of them are independent voters. Now, on the flip side, 56% of independents say that the Biden family is corrupt. And 12% of Democrats believe the same thing. So largely, we can see that Democrats are still living in the dark. We've also got a new poll that found that 66% of voters approve of special counsel David Weiss's recent indictment of Hunter Biden. Only 15% of them disapprove. Uh, so I am very excited to see what comes as a result of this. Now, Paul Sperry uh, is making claims about Hunter Biden lying in his own memoir. Uh, There were a number of uh, glowing reviews from the mainstream media deep state uh, MSM apparatus. Uh, his, uh, his, his memoir in 2019 was entitled Beautiful Things. They celebrated it as an unflinchingly honest confession and an act of contrition that was candid and doesn't hold back details of his substance abuse and broken relationships. Now, uh, the book was described by the Washington Post as an unvarnished confessional. Uh, they exalted it as a harrowing, relentless, and determined exercise in trying to seize his own narrative from the clutches of the Republicans and the press. Now, in the years since, we've had some inside baseball from people who were very closely associated with Hunter Biden, specifically Devin Archer. Now, not to mention, we've also got those newly disclosed emails that seem to indicate that the memoir that Hunter Biden wrote was not necessarily inside information into his life, an unflinching look at the sins he was committing, but rather 
It was an exercise in propaganda. It was an exercise in the spin of marketing uh, and uh, perhaps a massaging of the truth, especially when it comes to the description in that book of Joe Biden's role and Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings. And of course, now this is the subject of the House impeachment inquiry. We need to get to the bottom of it. And the people of this nation who are not yet educated on exactly what criminal actions Joe Biden and his criminal family were taking, they need to be educated on that because the evidence shows that Joe Biden had a clear and uh, present involvement in Hunter Biden's business dealings. It also shows that Hunter Biden lied in his own memoir about the specifics of his life, uh, of his own criminal actions. Uh, Largely, the mainstream media just gave him a pass on it because they needed Joe Biden to be accepted as the president of the United States of America, or rather, they needed to convince America that it was possible Joe Biden could be elected. If we take a look at page 118, Hunter writes about the time that he accompanied his father, who was at that time vice president of the United States, to China on Air Force One, or excuse me, on Air Force Two in the year 2013. Now, in the book, he merely introduced his father to a well-connected Chinese investor. It was a quick meeting that lasted just long enough for a handshake. While we were in Beijing, dad met one of Devin's Chinese partners, Jonathan Lee, in the lobby of the American Delegations Hotel, just long enough to say hello and shake hands. This enters a, a level of plausible deniability into Joe Biden's known associations with Chinese businessmen. He said, Lee and I then headed off for a cup of coffee. That's all it was. It was a cup of coffee. However, Devin Archer told a very different story to U.S. lawmakers when he was deposed under oath earlier this year. He said Jonathan Lee and Vice President Biden had coffee. They had coffee in Beijing. Uh, And Lee would then later offer Hunter Biden a 10% stake, which was uh, arguably worth tens of millions of dollars in a Chinese investment fund that was controlled by none other than the Bank of China. That fund, BHR Partners, is, of course, based out of Beijing. Now, Hunter Biden's, excuse me, Devin Archer's testimony also included other details that were, uh, I guess, ignored or omitted or perhaps even distorted in Hunter Biden's memoir. He said that Vice President Biden called Hunter while he was in a meeting with Lee in Paris and that Hunter put his father on speakerphone so he could join in on the conversation. In January of 2017, while Biden was still situated in the White House, Hunter arranged for his father to write letters of recommendation for Jonathan Lee's son and daughter so that they could attend Ivy League colleges. Now, before lawyers on the committee began questioning Devin Archer during the initial July 31st closed-door hearing, they warned him that if he provided false testimony, it could subject him to criminal prosecution for perjury. So Devin Archer had a vested interest, a self-interest, in telling the truth to the committee. Hunter, of course, had no such legal peril when he was writing straight fiction in what was allegedly a nonfiction memoir. Now, the House Oversight Committee also quizzed Devin Archer, uh, and uh, this is now going to lead into the formal impeachment hearing that was announced just recently. And perhaps Devin Archer will be called in to testify once more, uh, giving his very specific and personal knowledge about Joe Biden's exact part that he had to play 
in the business dealing with Chinese Communist Party members. I, I, I can't wait to see it. You can't forget uh, that Hunter Biden also raked in millions of dollars from Ukraine and uh, a number of other countries throughout the world. Uh, and in each of those countries where Hunter Biden was raking in millions of dollars, Joe Biden was there to do an introduction. Joe Biden was there to hang out, to talk on the phone, to give advice to shake hands, to actually share office space with Hunter and, of course, his Chinese business partners. Now, the real question that I have is, is Joe Biden going to make it to 2024? Is Joe Biden going to survive to the end of his residency? Well, allegedly, White House aides are currently walking on eggshells because even Joe is asking the question of whether or not he's going to make it. Now, the people who are surrounding Joe and Hunter Biden, uh, they are essentially doing the dirty work for him. They're keeping him insulated. They're stopping the questions from being asked. These are the same people who uh, covered for Hunter Biden in 2018 when he bought that gun. Uh, there were people surrounding Joe Biden, and because of his position and power, uh, they gave Hunter Biden a pass at this time. Uh, so it looks like NBC NBC News is reporting that Hunter Biden, or excuse me, Joe Biden, uh, is uh, is really worried about whether or not he's going to make it uh, to the end of his presidency. I think that if Joe Biden was to die, then obviously that would give the Democrats the exact impetus they need to inject a new candidate in. And we've talked at, at length uh, on a number of occasions about that candidate potentially being Michelle Obama. Of course, then we would have the first openly trans candidate married to an openly gay man uh, back in the White House as the first uh, husband, I guess you would say. Uh, Ted Cruz is also wondering whether or not they're going to inject Michelle Obama into the situation here. He says that the Democrat Party is going to parachute former First Lady Michelle Obama in to replace Joe, uh, who he believes will be jettisoned out before the 2024 election. Uh, then then, of course, you know, Barack Obama could openly come back to the White House uh, because right now he's simply operating in the dark recesses of the tunnels underneath the White House, uh, perhaps pulling the strings of Joe Biden, telling him exactly what he wants him to do. Now, we spoke a little bit yesterday about the testimony of uh, the current attorney general, Merrick Garland, and uh, another bit of uh, of gold was revealed uh, because they actually played Joe Biden's comments about the firing of Victor Shokin for the attorney general, uh, and Troy Nels got his live in-person reaction. So let's go ahead and take a listen as Joe the Biden— charisma. Hold on. Why is it not playing? Hunter was on the board. Would you agree? Okay. So it looks All like right. maybe Let's let you the American guys can people hear it, decide. But I'm unable to hear it. That's very, very strange. Hold on just a second. Let me... Advanced audio? Desktop audio? Yeah, the monitor is off. That's not how it normally is. Okay. Play the clip. Play the clip. I remember going over convincing our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. 
And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from Pay attention, uh, sir, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against I'm the looking. state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired, and they put in place someone who there was solid. Mr. Attorney General, what you just saw, there was Joe Biden in his arrogance and role as the vice president in this country saying, if you don't fire Shokin, the United States isn't given the $1 billion loan. Why would Joe Biden say that as the vice president? Why would he say such a thing? Was it policy? Was it our policy at the time? Yes or no? It wasn't. I have documents here. Interagency policy committee dated a of information. Is the gentleman ever going to let the I'm on my time. Pipe down. Saying Shokin had made significant reforms. He's made significant reforms, Shokin did. Matter of fact, John Kerry says he was impressive. And you know, within a few months after Shokin was fired, they appoint a prosecutor that said, we're not going to look into Burisma anymore. Cancel that. Forget it. We're not looking into Burisma. Boom. Here comes the million dollars. Joe Biden threatened the Ukrainian president and the prime minister. Everybody can see it to fire Shokin or the United States won't give the billion dollars. If that is not quid pro quo, sir, what is? I will tell you what it is and America agrees with me. It's bribery and it's impeachable. Are you going to do something about it? I bet you not. And that's why you, sir, also need to be impeached. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I, I agree with Troy. Merrick Garland needs to be impeached. I absolutely love that they finally played that clip for him, watching him squirm there in his chair. He had absolutely nothing to say. Why? Because it's indefensible. You cannot look at that clip of Joe Biden bragging about getting the guy fired who's investigating his own son and the company that he is profiting off of every single month and not come away with the clear realization that, yes, this was a quid pro quo arrangement. This was something ventured, something gained. The only one who gained anything was Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, Burisma. They were no longer under criminal investigation, and Victor Shokin was out of a job. No one can defend the actions of Joe Biden in that instance, and it is just such a tremendous display of hubris and ego that Joe Biden thought he could say that at the Council on Foreign Relations and get away with it. They never thought that anybody would be held accountable for the actions they took, raping, robbing, pillaging America, Ukraine, or any other nation, but I have a very, very Rude awakening for you, Joe Biden. You're about to answer for everything you've ever done. The American people will hold you responsible. That's exactly what we're doing right now. I need to say thank you so much uh, to Too Big for Bike, who says, Zach, 1997 book, Prescription for Nutritional Healing, suggests a potato suppository for roids. I suggest starting with fries or tots and avoid mashed for obvious reasons. Thanks for the show. Oh, yes. 
And uh, Rusty Koala said something about how I have the best chat in the biz. You're right. I do have the best chat in the biz because I have the best audience in the biz. I sincerely appreciate you guys hanging out here with us every day and uh, continuing to help us move this mission forward. We have got to hold these deep state swamp rats accountable. The Uniparty in Washington, D.C., must be removed. They must be excised. And our system must be made whole. The American people must be made whole. The guilty must pay for their crimes. And we've got nothing but guilty criminals sitting at the helm of this ship. The the most guilty people in the nation are the ones currently in charge. It's all a ceremonial title as far as I'm concerned. They only exist at the pleasure of the people of this nation who created this government, and their time is coming up. Let me go ahead and give a couple of final thank yous here to our friends over on the foxhole. Thank you very much to Space Coast Patriot who said, why do they want population control when they need children to extend their lives? Well, they don't need all of these children. They don't need most of the population. Uh, they only need a certain number. And it's a very small club of people who would be allowed uh, to exist in an unrestrained fashion. You know, the number of elites out there that are really at the top of the heap, it's a very small number. Uh, so uh, believe me, they've got it all wrapped up. They know exactly how many people they need to, uh, to live at the end of the day uh, before they're going to have to worry about starting to depopulate again. FilterDog1 says, hardest working streamer out there. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you. Uh, Sean Joe, thank you for that cookie. FilterDog also says, did Yogananda authorize use of force without mandatory warning? That's a good question. We'll be asking uh, uh, Ivan Raiklin that when he comes here in the near future. FilterDog1, plane went down in Francis Marion Swamp. Uh, Space Coast Patriot, if you really want to find that jet, look in Ukraine. Another 9-11. I like that. Boise Blanc, thank you very much for the cookie. Judy the Lady Pug, thank you for the cookie. Filter Dog 1, thank you for the can. Says, Wee! Sean Joe dropped a cookie. Ginger45 dropped a can. Filter Dog 1 says, Linwood got Nick Sandman paid. He did get Nick Sandman paid. Uh, but, uh, there was a lot of questionable stuff that happened after it. You know, even a broken clock is right twice a day. Ginger45, thank you very much for the can. All right. Okay. Uh, you guys, I think that that is it. There are a number of other stories that I had prepared for you today, but my voice is starting to crack. I need to get going. And, uh, I also now need to use the restroom once again. The prostate is catching up to me. So uh, I want to say thank you to everybody for hanging out with us. I need to give a special thank you to Turd Ferguson Esquire, who just yesterday dropped a donation over on Cash App. Let me pull that up. Uh, boom. Okay, so yes, Turd Ferguson Esquire. <laughs> he dropped seventeen seventy six, and he said, uh, uh, "What did he say? F you, Louie. I'm the number one supporter." J K L O L. And then he also said, "Don't read that on air." <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. All right, you guys. Uh, hey, check out uh, RiseAttireUSA.com and use code RP78. You'll get a special discount. Also, it will support the show. Before we leave, I also need to give you guys uh, the usual rundown of the final sponsors of the program, beginning with my friends at OnenessDrops.com. And, of course, because my computer rebooted, nothing is working. So let me get that 
on air right here for you, and we'll talk about the specifics of that. Obviously, we've talked about the benefits of chlorine dioxide on so many occasions. It's known as the universal antidote. It's something that I believe everyone should have in their go bag, in their medicine cabinet, and in their uh, natural disaster survival kit. When you go to onenessdrops.com to get your chlorine dioxide water purification kits, make sure you use code RP78. You will get 15% off your order every single time you order. This is not something you want to sleep on. Uh, I just sent ESA DMF a ton of great information about chlorine dioxide. Somebody else had emailed me, uh, and I will send them what I have. I've got a uh, free book. I've got a free course that you can take on it. Uh, and uh, oh, there's also uh, the Telegram group for the Universal Antidote. But either way, don't sleep on this. This is something you want to have in your bag of tricks, in your go bag, uh, because it will make water safe to drink. It will also kill a ton of different pathogens. Uh, and it's something that uh, you can use to keep yourself and uh, your wellness in check. Also, our friends at Prepare with RedPill78.com. My Patriot Supply right now save 25% off a three-month supply of emergency food. When you order this food, it's going to be up to 21 different varieties that's good for 25 years, 2,000 calories a day, breakfast, lunches, dinner. This is survival food that actually tastes good. It will stay good in your pantry or in your attic or your basement because it's hermetically sealed. Every single one of these meal kits is good uh, and uh, good for you. So make sure you have one of these on hand for at least every person you have in your home. As I've said many times before, Lisa and I have a full year of emergency food for both of us. Uh, Just in case the ish does hit the fan, you do not want to get caught off guard. And then my friend Mike Lindell at MyPillow.com. Use code RP78 to save up to 80% off everything on Mike's incredible site. Support election integrity and support Red Pill News and Red Pill 78. You can get the My Pillow 2.0. You can get the My Pillow mattress topper, the My Pillow mattress, the slippers, the bath towels, the bath robes. Anything you buy there when you use my code will end up supporting my show and also supporting your mission to be comfy, cozy at home. And then finally, uh, need to say thank you to, uh, actually, I guess that's it. I already did the ad for C60 Evo. So don't forget also C60 Evo. I'm going to be interviewing the people from C60 Evo again in the very near future. So you can ask them questions about the benefits of these products. Uh, it's uh, quite an incredible thing. Uh, so thank you everybody for hanging out with us. I hope that I see you tomorrow. Tomorrow is Friday, isn't it? Oh my gosh. Tomorrow's Friday, so uh, tomorrow night at uh, 9 p.m., I'm going to be interviewing a man by the name of Chad Hauer. He is wanted by Interpol and the FBI because they claim that he kidnapped his own son years ago. Uh, the only thing is that he never kidnapped his kid. He had full custody, and he was forced to run around the world in Europe away from the clutches of the corrupt Child Protective Services System or the the Child uh, Family Welfare System. I, they're, they're, it's a twisted story, guys, and I just can't even imagine how something like this could happen. But Chad's going to be joining us. He's going to be telling us his story, and I'm going to thank the listener who turned me on to this uh, because it's definitely a mind blower. You're going to want to be here tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Good luck. God bless. We'll see you then.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.